Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. The Cowboys have singled out Jenny McCarthy's husband, Mike, to be their next head coach, Perna. See what I did there? Congratulations, though, Cowboys fans. You have successfully removed the benign Jason Garrett and replaced that growth with the mildly malignant Mike McCarthy, quadruple M's as he's called, whose first order of business is to get Ezekiel Elliott into Eddie Lacy type shape by literally having him eating greedy twice a day, every day. Now, Kirk Cousins did give the best post-game victory speech wildcard weekend. Take it away, Kirk. I got three words for you. You like that? Okay, yes, Kirk, we like that, but you're a playoff winner now. You have to change that to proper English and say, does thou doth enjoy that? which is also the same thing Jason Garrett will say in his new role as Jerry Jones' glasses cleaner. Wade Phillips is out in L.A. Tua Tagovailoa declares for the draft and more football news in this episode of That's Good Sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Now, with the Mike McCarthy hiring, that now leaves the Giants, Panthers, and Browns with vacancies to fill at head coach. The leading candidates in New York seem to be Matt Rule, but they're also interviewing Josh McDaniels after Rule on Wednesday. The Browns seem to want Josh McDaniels the most, and the Panthers, well, they'll get the leftovers. Gary Kubiak went to Minnesota in 2019. Uh during the offseason and saved their offense as an advisor. And now, for some reason, the Vikings offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski, is interviewing with the Panthers and Browns this week. If Carolina, though, is smart, they will hire Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. He could be the perfect fit in Carolina. If Cam Newton is healthy and with Christian McCaffrey, Bieniemy could easily turn Carolina's offense into a high-powered, unstoppable machine. And Bieniemy would be smart to immediately hire Wade Phillips as his defensive coordinator. The players love Wade. He's a first-time head coach's best friend, and he's coordinated two Super Bowl defenses in the last four to five years. Now, the Dallas Cowboys have given Mike McCarthy a five-year contract. The money doesn't matter because Jerry has a fuck ton of it. And since I am on my personal hottest streak of I told you so's based on submissiveness, I'd say the front runners are Mike McCarthy and Rick Moranis from Little Giants. I told you so. Adam Schefter tweeted, New Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy stayed over Jerry Jones's house on Saturday night per source. Once you stay at Jerry's house, he doesn't lose his guy, said Source. Boop, boop, boop. Come here. Come here, man. That's true. Just look at Harvey Weinstein, who also stayed there last night. He needs a fucking walker now. Harvey Weinstein may have been the most powerful sexual predator in Hollywood, but Jerry Jones is the most powerful sexual predator of sexual predators on Earth. When asked about how he felt coaching for the Dexter of sexual predators, Mike McCarthy said this. That's who I want to be paired with. Is Mike McCarthy a good hire? That's hard to say. 
Unlike, uh, I don't know, Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, he's never been caught doing his illegal videotaping. As revealed to Tom Pelissero, he was the first coach to successfully, secretly tape Aaron Rodgers' ass. And this is the first time he was videotaped. Even though he's had the clap, he's not nearly as good of a clapper as Jason Garrett, but he deploys emojis in his play sheet at a much more liberal rate. Smiley faces, you know, the, you know, just humorous individual that I am. Jerry will demand instead of smiley faces, McCarthy used this photo of Jerry for the plays that will score, this photo of Jerry for the plays he's unsure about, and this photo of Jerry for a constant reminder of what Colin Kaepernick did to McCarthy's team in the playoffs. I think I am sold on Mike McCarthy in Dallas though. He's dedicated, and when Pelissero asked him how he felt about having his prostate and testicles removed and replaced with an RC car engine so Jerry can control him from the owner's box on Sundays, he responded quite honestly. I don't know why this question... <clears throat> Sorry. We need to do this, so it's for your whole family. You know, we need football right now. We won't need it forever, but we need it right now. Now McCarthy's success will really depend on who his offensive and defensive coordinators are and whether he can grow or delegate as an offensive play caller. It will also help if Dak Prescott turns out to be the only quarterback in NFL history to benefit from having his third offensive coordinator in three years. Mike Nolan has already been hired as the defensive coordinator, which means the Saints are now in need of a new linebackers coach. Nolan was the 49ers head coach from 05 to 08 and has basically coached for every team in the NFL at some point. He is also the star of the popular Comedy Central Australian animated show, The Mike Nolan Show. Yeah, you fucking better believe it, can't. Easiest job on the fucking planet, mate. Fucking tell you what. Now, Tua Tagovailoa has declared for the NFL draft as he realizes being paid money to play football and get injured is better than being paid in Nick Saban's compliments and get injured. Tua stands to make somewhere between 26 and 23 million fully guaranteed if he goes in the top 10. So he'll no longer have to worry about dating a woman who can't afford to take him to Red Lobster which was trending as it ended this woman's relationship with her man who was just craving some fucking Cheddar Bay biscuits on Endless Shrimp Monday. Red Lobster trending today. Now the biggest question with Tua is his health. Despite wearing two crosses on his face and playing behind a great offensive line, God has not saved his body from injury. The Bengals at one will consider him but are almost certainly going to draft Joe Burrow. Some have suggested the Lions at three could be after Tua, which in theory makes sense as Matthew Stafford's contract has an out year for the Lions in 2021. If I'm Detroit though, I would leverage that number three spot for a team who really wants Tua to stockpile on picks. The Dolphins, the Chargers, the Colts, the Buccaneers, hell, even the Raiders with picks 12 and 19 in the first round could make plays if they believe Tua is their QB. What you also have to keep in mind with Tua is that he had one of the best supporting casts in college football history around him on offense. Look at the receivers. Jerry Judy is a potential top five pick. 
Henry Ruggs is a probable top 15 pick and maybe a Bronco. And then their third receiver is Devontae Smith, who, oh, by the way, caught the game-winning touchdown in the championship a couple years ago and should be a second or third rounder. Plus their fourth wide receiver, Jalen Waddell, who might be a first round pick next season. Basically, every wide receiver he's thrown to is a day one or day two pick. Both of his tackles are going to the NFL, probably in the first or second round, and his guards will also probably turn into day two picks depending on what happens next year. He's handed the ball to a first rounder in Josh Jacobs, and Najee Harris is projected to go day two this year. His tight end last year was Irv Smith, and I'm not even going to go into the defense because you're all very well aware every single one of those starters will be in the goddamn NFL. Not in Vegas, though, as Raiders only take guys from Clemson. And that's not necessarily a slight against Tua, because when he was in, he ran that offense to near perfection outside of the LSU game. But we've seen before that Alabama quarterbacks haven't panned out in the NFL, and that's probably a result of going from the most talent-rich college team to a situation where your talent level is more or less the same as the rest of the league, which for me means his best fit for success would be with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, if you think Saints fans weren't blaming the refs for getting outplayed by the Vikings, here's some magnificent evidence to the contrary. The officials are having trash thrown at them like they're a Patriots wide receiver. And the announcer in the background telling the people to not throw shit onto the field is the best part. Excuse me, sir, those are not ladies nor gentlemen. Calling an adult man throwing garbage at other humans a gentleman is like me calling Hannibal Lecter a foodie. Also, did you need to address the ladies? We all know it's just 40-year-old men throwing shit from the stands, angry because their life never amounted to anything special, and now that their team has been eliminated, they literally just have a can of beans to go home to and not fava beans like Lecter enjoys. I'm talking pork and beans on toast because you spent your last dollar on Saints playoff tickets. I spent my rent money coming here. Gail Benson's going to pay my rent this month. I wanted a good seat. I just thought we was going to the Super Bowl. I booked my hotel and my plane ticket to Miami. And now I just have to cancel it. I'm not trying to be mean, New Orleans. I wanted Drew Brees in the Super Bowl just as much as you, but fuck, man. Now, the Los Angeles Rams and defensive coordinator Wade Phillips are parting Wades. Wade tweeted he still wants to coach, and it's been reported that he's put some feelers out to other teams. At his age, Wade, of course, sends feelers by way of telegraph. Now, Phillips has this weird reputation of only being a great defensive coordinator for two years per team. And with 2019 being his third year in LA and the defense taking a step back, that definitely doesn't help his case. After 43 years in the NFL, he should probably just retire. But the Rams issues now and for the next several years are going to be money, personnel, and the non-draft picks they have to affordably improve their roster. It is really hard to blame Wade Phillips for those things. 
The thought, though, on his two-year window is that offenses figure out how to play against Wade after he has two seasons of tape and defense for them to dissect. Again, he's been coaching for 43 fucking years. How is there not enough tape out there to already know how to attack his D? That's like a girl going into a scene with Randy Spears and not knowing how to attack his D. The evidence is out there. I think the real issue though is with Wade's age. He's just not in a position to simulate knife fights with Aaron Donald to continue to coach him effectively. Again, Panthers, take Wade. People in Denver still love him. Even though we have a defensive head coach, there are people calling for Wade to come back. You would get a gem in Wade. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. Make sure you follow my writing partner, Will Keys at Guillermo lives, laves, yabs, laugh. I gotta ask him how, what, what, what that, what it means. I don't know. I am ignorant to this at. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.